Hey boy. Make him whistle like a missile. Bum, bum. Every time I show up, blow up. Uh. Make him whistle like a missile. Bum, bum. Every time I show up, blow up. I'm the moon, I'm the war. I think, obviously, this is big deal for K-pop fans because this is what YG's first group in uh, first girl group in six years, and he actually debuted them. And um, maybe he'll keep up the momentum. We don't know. No, but <laughs> but we have two MVs from them, and you know, not surprisingly, you know, they're they've got a huge fandom already. Um, personally, I think it's uh, too many one uh, fans, displaced too many one fans that are just kind of uh, hanging on. But either way, they're here and they've got two videos and, um, you know, they've, Teddy, Teddy is back. That's, that's basically pretty much what I have to say because it's, it's pretty much what it is. So, Let's watch their first one. Uh, this is the first video they showed during their showcase, and the um, yeah, the first video that they showed, and it's called Whistle, and it's uh, I guess the more laid back of the two. So, everybody ready? Hopefully, okay. so. this will go ready. Go, go good. Okay. A lot of people were saying they were getting red velvet vibes from this, and I, I. I think the director had done a Red Velvet video. Um, I think that was why. Um, I don't. I don't know if he did. This is the dude who did this one. Is the guy who did um, one of Geary Boy's videos and somebody else. I don't know if he did Red Velvet though. Just because of some of the scenes were kind of. Kind of like, oh, like the know, table some, one scene, maybe. Yeah, yeah the, the table scene is the one I'm talking about. This one, I would have to say, I was surprised was the more memorable of the two for me. Mm -hmm. I, it was the one like my last night after I watched them both. I was like, this one was stuck in my head. I like Even this I wasn't one way better. With it at first. I don't, I don't really like the other one very much, but I like this one a lot. Same. I know some people, I'm surprised that some people do not like Lisa, but I think I think Lisa is awesome. Um, I just, I feel like, uh, I don't think Rosea, I guess Rosea is kind of like the bomb of the group. Isu is kind of like, I guess, the Dara, but they both, they don't exactly fit in those roles. Rosea red hair. Rosé is the one with the red hair. Okay, because she sounds... I thought CL was, like, dubbing over her. Like yeah. She's her. Really? I, I was I was really nervous, um, especially after hearing this song first, that uh, YG was about to pick up an SM trait with their female rappers and have them all sound like they want to be CL. So I got really nervous. Um, and then in, in Bumaya, they sound a little bit different. Like, they sound like they're trying to do their own thing. So I kind yeah. of wonder if... This song in particular is a leftover to anyone song, and that's why it sounds well, so much yeah, like Yeah, I think both of them sound like leftover. I don't think Bumaya does, because simply I because of the chorus. Does. Like, I don't think that that's a chorus that you would see to anyone do. 
Um, but I could. Well, definitely... I think maybe they. Well, I think you know they maybe tailored it to them, but I feel like that it was definitely like a, a demo or something at some point. No, I think it's a Teddy song. All Teddy song, like to anyone, is Teddy. That's Teddy's group, <laughs> for the most part. Well, Some now of the most and now Blackpink is is also Teddy's group. Right. So I think he's... it just sounds like a Teddy song, but this one sounds like straight out of a to anyone album. Like maybe not a recent album, but straight out of a to anyone album. Whereas oh. I think Bumaya sounds like you could make it a to anyone song. But you could say that for any girl group song that comes out of YG, I feel like. I think it's I mean, a little bit different. Yeah, you know, how is this for kind of more of a laid back single? Do you guys like the song? As far yeah, I know, I, Tim I like says you like it better. I, I, I like it better than Bumbaya. It has like a it has like a nice feel. Like it kind of gives us a little bit of everything that we were curious about this group. Like we wanted to know we already knew they could dance, we got that dance video before at least. Um but we got a little bit of choreo in some parts of it, and then you got to hear them actually sing, which is really important considering how um, not great the vocals that come out of Icon are. So I was a little nervous, <laughs> um, but they they all did really well. Like I think I don't really want Jenny to sing; I'd rather her rap. Um, but whatever. Which her, is like, surprising because I thing. thought I was I thought I wanted the opposite. But yeah, I thought for actually... two after Black, but then I heard after her feature with GD, I was like, oh, I might actually just want her to sing. But then um, as I heard this one, I was like, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually really... she's actually pretty good, and yeah. I like her I like her flow and everything, so I was surprised. Yeah, and this one, um, for me, too, also, I the thing that I liked um, most about it, too, is because Whistle is a song that you don't hear from girl groups. The kind of yeah. song that you don't hear from girl groups that often, unless they're from YG. So it, it just, it's, you know, just makes them distinct a little bit. Okay, so boom, ya. Um, this pretty much ended up sounding exactly like I thought it was gonna sound like. Um, I mean, I saw the title and I, I literally already knew. I was like, okay, this, I know what the song's gonna be like. <laughs> so <laughs> this is, um, so yeah. I have to say I like the MV, but it's like I said, it's very. I don't find anything new about it. I I find it very like I said. I even though Tim doesn't think it's a tuny one, there are parts of it I think that they've catered to make it more black pink, you know. But I feel like it's still kind of maybe a like a lost Tuny One demo in a minute, in a way. I don't know. That I mean, said, like, I like the, I, I still like the video and I like the choreography. I feel like they're better dancers than Tuny One were. They're, they're wildly better. Yeah. <laughs> they're wildly better as a whole. I mean, I don't know if I would say any of them is better than Minzy. That's kind of a high bar to hit, but they're, as a group, they're definitely better. Yeah, yeah, better as, a, as a whole, they're better dancers. Yeah, they mm -hmm. don't have uh, Bomb and Dara weighing them down, so that really helps them a lot. Jisoo is kind of the weak link, and even then, she's, you know, she keeps up, so, I mean, it, it, so it doesn't look so bad. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, if you take their dance practice, the, the person that a lot of people um, brought up to was a uh, um, Jenny not being great, and uh, I think she's way better in this one. Obviously, they had multiple takes and stuff like that, but um, 
I think they all did pretty good. Like they all carried their weight, so to speak. Yeah, I I'm really interested. I'm really interested in seeing how the performance goes on Inkigayo, just because. Well, well, I'll I'll talk about it later on the podcast, but just as far as you know, the charisma is concerned, because you know some a lot of people. I think you you did it, like coined it perfectly, Tim Tooney, uh, peak <laughs> with the whole thing. Think? Because we don't really, yeah, we don't really have a feeling of them yet. But I, you know, some people, a lot of people thought this part with Lisa was corny. I love her, though. I mean, she's the only one that has the kind of, you know, overdone YG swag, which is, like, that's a thing. Yeah, I, I like her part a lot, but I'm also a YG stan, so I don't understand why people don't like it. I'm just like, You're that's like, so oh, YG. Lisa's corny. I'm like... Well, what else did you expect? Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> It, it's a bunch of Korean rappers, bro. Like, <laughs> well, Lisa's Thai. Yeah, yeah. Lisa, yeah, Lisa's no, no, Thai. I mean, but still, I mean, uh, I mean she's I mean got the, the, tons the of personality. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and that's what you need. I'm like, that's. I think that's the thing. Is like, she's got tons of personality, and I'm like, <laughs> I I don't understand. Like, you'd rather have, you know, Jisoo, you know, doing all of those those raps. No disrespect to Jisoo, because she's obviously she has her role in the group and she's fine. But I, I and also it wouldn't be a YG group without something problematic or um, offensive in it. So we've got I don't know what the hell it is. Indian whoops yells. Na- Native um, American. Native American. Um, um I know it's not. I know it's not completely like a, a Native American thing. It's, uh-huh. you know, other other, you know, ethnicities do it. But I'm just, just like really, like when I first heard it, I was like, really? I feel like unless you saw the visual, like if they weren't doing the hand motion, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that at all. But yeah, that they put that little hand it. motion in that does kind of make it that way. Yeah, yeah that's the thing that kind of They could have totally got... gotten away with it without the hand motion. Yeah, I, that's the fun. thing that got me is when I saw them in the video doing that. And I was like, oh, just, 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 uh, timid. It's just, you know, uh, I was just like, just, just, just go, just please, YG, stop, stop. It wouldn't be a YG song without all of any indie, something, something problematic. So, there you go. Boombaya, and we have Whistle. So, what are we thinking about this group? Obviously, they're already doing all kills, and they're already doing really well. I, you know, and then there's already the haters. There's going to be a lot of fandom crap going on, because obviously, IOI subunit just came out with, um, you know, dollar store version of, um, you know, what a man! Red Velvet's supposed to be debuting, uh, re, uh, doing a comeback later on. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of fandom crap going on right now. But I think in general, people were just really, really wanting that kind of Tooney One vibe, and I, I, I just, I just felt that in general because especially after Minzy left, you know, I. You know, as much as people were just like, oh, they might come back still as three. Well, you know, it's not going to be the same. Menzi's not going to be there. 
you know, so we all know that's pretty much it for the original lineup. We saw them together one last time, together as four. It's time for the next generation. So I think, you know, people were just kind of like, you know, I'm ready for another YG group. And I was, you know, actually not sure when I, you know, saw the previews and stuff for this that they were going to go. I mean, I knew Teddy was going to do the music, but I still wasn't sure, you know, what they were going to go in this direction, you know, with all the talk about them being different and whatnot. I, I know, I'm naive. I, I should have, you know, not listened to YG. I'm just naive. But um, I wasn't sure, you know, with, with, you know, what they were, you know, planning on doing. So I have to say I'm, I am like other people where I am ha- I am happy to have this aesthetic back in K-pop. But um, one thing is that, you know, and I agree with some people, is that they're kind of, you know, at this point where, I mean, the 2-1 comparisons, they're, they're going to be there, obviously. They, they, they can't get away from them. And I don't know. I just, I... I feel like they haven't really. One thing that I remember very distinctly from when Twenty One debuted is that they were very. I don't know. I even like then. This was like early in my K-pop days, but even then, like it was very distinct. I felt like they had very dis more distinct personalities, and this kind of just sound. This seems like okay. This is a YG group. I I don't feel a cohesiveness yet. Um, and that may change once they start performing together and maybe appearing on stuff together. I mean, you can never really tell with uh, YG, but, you know, the songs also, I feel like, uh, I feel like 21 made a bigger kind of, they made a bigger deal out of it. Because I remember when they made their big Inkigayo debut, they had like a whole short film and they all were like, I remember they were all walking into an elevator together, and you know, then they appeared on stage and from the elevator, which was a film, and it was a whole huge, like you know, the whole huge overdone. I'm sure it'll be something like that when Inky Gaio comes around. But I, you know, I feel like Fire was, even though it was, it's obviously not the you know best 21 song. I felt like. I don't know. I just feel like it could have had maybe a more hype song. I, I, I don't know. There's something about it that is, um, you know, kind of mm, lackluster to me. At least with 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 Bumbaya being the more, you know, kind of the the club song. And maybe it's the EDM. I'm getting kind of tired of EDM. And it's kind of bad when I feel like SM is doing EDM better than than YG. So, I, okay, I'm gonna shut up. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Um, Doesn't I feel... mean, oh, you go ahead. No, no, go for it. Well, I mean, I think I think part of it is because they um, there's nothing novel about the group per se because like when Twenty One came out, their style was very against the norm, having a sort of edgy-ish kind of like sound and look and all that but like you said like because it's so it's what we expect from YG it's like what what are they going to bring that's not what what will they do so they're not going to be 21 junior which they are going to be for a while yeah until 
they can show us like what their deal is. So I mean, what is your feeling? What was your feelings personally when you finally like saw their stuff? I mean, I mean, was it just? I mean, I don't know how your feelings are toward YG Janelle in general. So I'm. I was more excited when they first announced that the group was actually happening and that we had the members and the name. And then by the time the MVs rolled out last night, like, even though I was excited to see them, I wasn't like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. It's just like, all right, let's see what you got. Impress me. Right. Um, I don't know. I think in general, I was Im- impressed. I mean, I didn't think they were going to put. I think in general, the group as a whole is 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 solidly talented. At this point, they kind of have the same problem that Red Velvet has. <laughs> Incidentally, where it's kind of they're talented and they they're obviously you know they can perform and and whatnot, but they don't have that charisma together. That kind of thing that makes it them they're their group, you know, sort of thing mm-hmm. that makes them Blackpink. And I think Blackpink is at an advantage because obviously they just debuted, so they do have time to kind of establish that. Um, so, I mean, I really like uh, To Any Pink, but um, part of... <laughs> I mean, part of the reason that I like it, honestly, and, like, I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm making jokes about them and their comparison that they're going to never be able to outlive, which sucks, I guess, no. in its own way. Um, but at the same time, I think it will be helpful because there's a lot of people, probably me, well, definitely me included, but probably a lot of people like me who like this group because of that. Like, there there was a hole that to anyone, only to anyone filled at one point, right? Like, I'm not the biggest fan of... Um, like listening to girl groups, it's just not really like something I've ever been big on. Um, part of it is like the unfortunate toxic masculinity that I was grown with, and the fact that like girl group songs I just don't relate to. It, so and, like, this whole summer has just been kind of a bust for you, I guess. Right, and I mean like obviously, <laughs> obviously like I watch girl groups, whatever. Like there's girl groups that I do like a lot. There's plenty of girl groups on my iPhone because I've done my best to be like, nah, dude, I just like the song, whatever. I'm putting it on here, and I don't care. Um, it, it's like a, it's a real growing process for me um, to get over that like hump because that's how I was raised. It's just like you don't listen to girls. Like a great example, like I need to stress that girl groups really don't normally do it for me, but to anyone did when they first came out. I was like, this is it. Like I don't need anything else. I don't need boy groups. I don't need Jack. I just need to anyone. Like I don't right. care. And that's so really it's... understandable, though. I mean, and especially like I said, this summer is. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing has been fresh, cute. Actually, you know, not something the whole I thing. Would, as and... anybody who listens to this podcast knows. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, it's it's it's, it's very specifically like you know, it's 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 a. Like anything, it's it's your personal taste. So right. that's but, um... one reason why you know they were so anticipated because it. We know it's YG, we know it's going to be different. Yeah, so, you know, this spot, like, this group literally came in and was like, here you go, you're not going to get to anyone anymore. I've come to terms with that fact. Like, everybody, there's a bunch of, like, blackjacks that are real sour about the fact that, like, people are going in and being like, oh, rip to anyone, blah, blah, blah. It's the same shit that FX fans went through, so deal with it, first off. Second off, like, you at least have a great spiritual successor. It's not like they came out and gave you garbage. They gave you a very talented group of girls who were out there, like, doing it like their their whistles a really solid song i like it from top to bottom i like the breakdown it's very strange but it fits like the yg style of music where they have these weird breakdowns that come out of nowhere um but they do it well 
as opposed to a couple other big labels who have a lot of breakdowns that come out of nowhere. Um, but there, there's like the transition feels nice. The singing goes along with it. There's like a couple parts that I don't really like, but they're a rookie group. I don't expect to like the song from start to finish. Um, but for the most part, I, I really liked it. And then Boom I, I'd probably like more if it wasn't for the um, Native American like whistling and all that stuff. I'd probably like it more. Um, and also, but that part I feel. Really I mean, out. do you feel like that's, you know, like I said, I keep going back to Twenty One and how they had their, you know, they came out and they came out. You know, Fire is kind of just like their signature, you know, we out song. And and I don't know. I feel like Bumbaya is not that for you know. I I, I don't feel it has that same effect for them. I don't know. Maybe um, I'll feel differently when they perform it, but I, I, I. You mean like you? You mean if it matches up to fire? Well, I mean, just in terms of kind of introducing, you know, a group. You know, when you, when you have that kind of introductory, you know, these groups have these kind of introductory songs, like, you know, oh, we okay. we such and such. This is who we are. Okay. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I can't. I can't see where you're coming from. More of that, that. This is this is my problem with that. Um, and um, you know, uh, Janelle touched on it earlier, but to anyone had like a shock value that we had never had. Not only were was their whole concept different, but the minute fire hit, there was nothing like it. They literally said "f you" and everything that you think we're gonna make a better song, and they changed everything. You can't do that again. Like that's um, true. Big Bang, as great as they are, La 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 is nothing special. Like, it didn't destroy anything. Like, it, it was great on the charts, but it wasn't new. It was different in their image, but not that different. It wasn't different enough to change everything right away. It took them a while to build to that point. Um, Icon's debut song, I don't even care. Winner's debut song was <laughs> solid. Yeah, sure. Like, Akmu had a good debut song, so did Lehigh. But, like, having a trend-setting, genre-defining song is lightning in a bottle and to anyone got lucky because they did it first if this song had come out instead of fire and this group had come out instead of to anyone at that time you would get the same exact reaction to fire as you you would for this song guaranteed because it's different and um it's very much in line with the different that yg does but it's at a different time we've already experienced the high with to anyone and we've come down off of it so having this group make an iconic song because in it in its own right it could be it doesn't have the same impact because we've already experienced it so we already looked at them as little to anyone so our our mindset was already you have to reach to anyone you have, you're little to anyone you got to impress us <laughs> like to anyone so i think i think in and of itself if you took whistle and bumaya and put it on any other group and any other label with or not any other group, but this same group on any other label where they don't have to be compared to to anyone directly. I think everybody would go nuts for it, just like they are now. But I think people would really? be like, "Oh my god, it's so different! It's so genre changing." I feel like, and this is one thing that I go through every time, like through my mind through this whole like countdown to Blackpink is that. And I feel like it's going to happen again because that's how predictable the industry is. It happened when 2NE1 came out. Everyone tried to debut these quote-unquote girl crush groups or tough groups or hip-hop girl groups. And literally none of them, I guess for a minute maybe, but they you know, since disbanded, none of them did, you know, any you know glam it was glam and, and well, I don't you're, know you're comparing so many others and the problem is you're comparing the wrong things though it's not 
it's not about people copying what you do. It's the fact that, like, okay, when To Anyone came, what girl groups did you have aside from jewelry that did a sexy image ever? Nobody did it. It just wasn't a thing. Girl groups were all cute SNSD wannabes, all of them. Like, the whole lot of them with the exception of jewelry, which did their own thing because they were older women, and brown-eyed girls, obviously. But they were... They came out and they proved that girl groups can be something different. It's not about copying them because so many groups tried to do that and failed, I agree. But so many other groups came because of this genesis of like things can be different. You don't have to do the same thing every time. Too many people were big on that. I feel that like YG – I just think it's telling that YG is the only one that has been able – I can't – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't really think of another girl group that has successfully – done this type of image except for maybe for a minute, you know, in their in the past. And and that was probably part of their downfall, um, was trying to to do more of the, you know, hip hop R and B thing, um, as opposed to pop. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that. I mean you can't like I agree that too many people came out and tried to be them and failed. Like that that's obvious and But true. the thing is is like it's not so much as too much like uh, people copying, I would like to see more of it. I just, you know, I just think it's interesting that the Korean public seems to not really be receptive to it if it's anybody other than YG because YG I think it's obviously a lack it's of quality. I don't think it has anything really? to do with just being YG. I mean, I know that you all like glam, and I get that. Glam sucked. Like, I'm sorry, but their music. You was really quality. did. I thought they were. I thought. No, I mean, they had like garbage. two singles, but I thought they were going in a good direction. Their um, concept they, was better than their their music. If they had a better producer, then maybe it would have been different. But they had such a good idea to like kind of you know rebel against like feminist ideas or not feminist ideas, but like. Um, Regular ideas and you know kind Acor. of. Acor, had like the same freaking Acor like had they had garbage songs. Song <laughs> concept. They screwed themselves. Yeah. They had I, bad I, songs. I, I, I agree, but they had the same freaking concept. They're and and you know they were talented as hell. Um. And bad songs. Like you, you're that. not you're not adding the fact that they had bad songs. You can't expect a group to be successful if they have bad music. That's just not how it works. I honestly don't you could think say, that their stuff was, that the Teddy stuff is so much better than what they, they had. I think everything Teddy's ever done is way catchier than anything Glamour, Acor combined has done. Easily. Like, I mean, I, I, I would disagree, at least with these two songs. The he's, done, he's done really good stuff. But I would not put this at the top of Teddy's. These two songs I wouldn't put either, but I'm not talking about these two songs. I'm talking about Teddy in general. Like, these two songs didn't exist when Glam was around. They didn't have any of, like, they didn't have that competition. They had Teddy's bangers that came out with Two Anyone. And they just, Glam didn't put out better songs. Acor didn't put out better songs. Music got popular because it was catchy and everybody liked it. Like, it's about having the song to meet the image. It's not just about being the image. That's what too many people mess up with is that they're so desperate to hit success that they just take whatever the image is and they don't care about making the music good for it. When the sexy image got popular, there was actual good sexy songs and then we got tons of girl groups who just got naked and hoped that they would be successful. And Or not the girl groups, but the people made them do that, right? Like all right. these labels make you do this. It's because they're chasing a success without having the backbone for it. Like people can complain about four minute or not four minute um blackpink and the way they executed their debut all they want but it was perfect they had enough media play to get people hyped for it people were ready 
Um, they came in the wake of 2 anyone basically being gone, which is the perfect move, because as much as people want to say that they would support two girl groups from YG, I doubt it. I don't think that was going to happen. For, for like a lot of international fans, I think so. But in, uh, but in Korea, I don't know if I believe that. I just don't. And then on top of all of that, like they come out with two catchy enough songs. They're not the greatest works of Teddy, I agree, though I think Whistle is pretty high up. Uh, they, unfortunately, Teddy has a huge catalog of working with 2Anyone, and they've made some really great music, so it is what it is. But they come out with catchy enough songs that give you the feeling of, like, this is a group that you missed because you missed 2Anyone. So now you have 2AnyPink, and they fill this void <laughs> that we just straight up didn't have. And, like, eventually they'll grow into their own, but they came out in the perfect footsteps. It's the same with Icon that was supposed to be Baby Big Bang. So what do they do? Oh. They try their best to give us Baby Big Bang vibes. Like, you follow in the footsteps for, I'm still waiting for, like, some sort of transformation to happen with them. And I feel like Winner... And, and you, you know, I did not feel like that at the beginning, but I feel like Winner is, to me, the superior group. And I, Winner's you know, way better. I mean, and, you know, if you're talking we all about, know how they've been treated, so... If you're talking about talent, like vocal talent, the winner blows. Well, just um, talent in general the... and what nah, they've shown I think, us. I think Icon is still the group of better dancers. They have better choreo. Um, they I do. Still, they've. I still would take Bobby and Bi over Minnow and his homie, whose name I never remember because I don't. Know <laughs> it. Um, YG needs to like yeah. manage them better if he wants them to be the next Big Bang and. You know, I think well, he needs Well, YG's to managing the crap out of Icon. He needs to manage Winner better. He, Icon's, yeah. like, on tour right now or something. They're they're doing stuff. They're out there. <laughs> I know. I just feel like like we know that there's supposed to be Big Bangs, like, you know, heir apparent, but we don't feel it yet, you know? I just, I think, you know... I think it's different. I think this is the biggest thing, right? And this is the thing that I always come back to with YG groups. Um, YG groups are very quick to tour. And because of that, it makes people think that these groups aren't doing anything when their schedules are, like, packed and loaded. Like, oh, um, no, I mean, I'm Winter, sure well, it's stuff. the same with Winter, and everybody said Winter was gone and all this stuff. They were doing stuff. Like, they had performances. They weren't sitting on their butt the whole time. They sat on their butt a lot. But they were doing stuff. And we live in a different era where, like, literally all of YG from start to finish has clearly been, how can we make money? Well, going on music shows does not make me money anymore. So... I'll put them on the show to get them big enough. Once they're big enough, we'll release music when we want, but we're going to take it on tour. Like, that's what he does. Big Bang was on tour for, like, a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that was the gone. whole thing with 21 too. They had their tour. And, right. Um, that but it was makes and they and weren't it, And they weren't making music at the time. I mean, they were releasing singles, and everyone was like, where's the, the album in there? And, you know, he was mismanaging 21. And there were spots where they could have done, you know, some extra stuff maybe. But right. and I 21 mean, they were was mismanaged in its own way. Like, I, yeah. I agree with that. It was mismanaged in its own way. Clearly, with Minzy leaving, there's clearly some sort of disconnect there. So it's not to say that YG is perfect, but people need to realize that what YG does with his groups is way different from any other label. Because YG's yeah. idea is to put people on tour and make money. Whereas every other label is like, well, I'll put them in appearances, I'll do all this stuff. Like, YG doesn't do appearances like that. Um, I mean, their artists don't do appearances like I that. I think that's their very clear. I, I, hmm. I think musically, I think I am going to get into them. I think part of me is a little, it's a little bit of, I guess like I said before, like I'm a, I'm a black jack who is just like, all right, I think you can do this. 
but you have to prove it. Like, I'm not just going to accept it just because you're in YG. And another, I don't know, I think I'm, uh, it's because YG sucks so much, but I would love to see these <laughs> girls on a variety show or something. We won't. Maybe Running Man someday. But, like, I want to see what they are like outside of the performing thing. They got it, they got it down pretty well, but, like, now I want to see, okay, are you going to be, like, are you going to be troublesome? Are you going to say something problematic? Are you just kind of cool and goofy? Like, yeah, I want to see yeah. that other facet to the group. Yeah, that's the one thing that, and I think, I guess, maybe we'll get a sense of that when they perform, what their charisma, how their group dynamic is. Because um, you can't really tell that from the videos. And their their personalities, their personas aren't as distinct as two anyone's members were, I don't think. Mm -hmm. So other than like maybe Lisa and Jenny because everyone knows them. But I think people are kind of like eh on Jisoo and Rose. So they they kind of, you know, need to I don't know. Well I guess I should say this since I'm recording. Um so uh before we leave, before we, you know, cut out for the the podcast. So I am me Ash. Uh, I recently got a contract to teach in South Korea uh, for a year this month, supposedly, and I learned this like literally a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Granted, that I still end up going in about um, a week or so. Does uh, I don't really have time. There's a lot of stuff that I am you know, trying to take it together, and I unfortunately don't have a whole lot of time for, you know, getting, doing the pod podcast, doing the editing. Obviously, I have time for Blackpink, because psh, it's YG's Blackpink, I mean, what, you know, I have to do it. But, um, in general, just doing the podcast on the regular, you know, I'm going to have to at least personally put it on hiatus for a while. Now, my other, you know, wonderful podcasters, um, they've, you know, been, uh, have done their own shows and you guys will um, hear them and, and see them and, you know, maybe, you know, get to know them better. And that's great. And that's, you know, part of what I want. You know, I don't, you know, this is my, you know, creation I guess kind of but you know it's it's part of everybody's thing so I have no problem with people having their own shows basically is what I'm saying and I look at Korea also as a new opportunity there's potentially new ways new things new avenues I can go with this being in Korea I fully intend to attend at least one music show Concert something. Um, I'm already digging around to see who has the dirt and the info, <laughs> where to go, where to find out stuff. So yeah, I, you know, I have weekends off, so <laughs> that's probably what I'm gonna be doing on my weekends. Is, is chasing, chasing, chasing K-pop. That's the the basically mostly what I want to say. And thing, it's an interesting time in K-pop. I know some people have been bored. I've seen things, interesting things about people being bored of K-pop, and I don't know. I think it's in an interesting place. It's, it's it's not the same as it was in 2009, but it's a different place. And 
I, you know, I think there are some interesting places things can go, and I'm interested in seeing what happens next. And if I can continue to to have this, continue this podcast, and have these discussions with you guys, and have the tens and tens of people that listen to us, you know, continue to listen to us, then I, you know, will be happy. So, any, so that's my spiel. Any last thoughts on Blackpink? Or to any pink, as Tim has so lovingly. Yep. Uh, my, my last kind of, I, I don't know, <clears throat> I guess my last tidbit, so to speak, is um, the, the other thing that I want people especially not to worry about, but also I think is kind of silly, is when um, their, or not charisma, but like their, well, I guess, yeah, their charisma is brought up when we have like one instance of them live. Um, part of the reason that we kind of know and knew to anyone, well, no, because it happened after their debut, but part of it is um, the the accessible amount of time we had with them via To Anyone TV. Um, it's hard to tell what Blackpink is when we don't have that. We, we just don't know them very well. So people are like, oh, they don't have enough charisma. Or we don't know enough about them. It's, it's just a matter of lack of knowledge. We just don't know. We don't know if Jisoo is exciting because we don't know. We don't know if Rose is exciting because we don't know. Like, we just, there's not enough about them yet. So if they end up getting a TV show or something like most of the YG groups have seemed to be able to wrangle, um, I think that'll help a lot in their po uh, popularity. Um, it's a big part of why To Anyone was popular. Not only did we know them as the girls on stage, but if everybody remembers, like, their stage idea and them as people completely separate like wildly separate CL was ridiculously cute on to anyone TV when she first debuted and that was wildly different from what she showed on stage now she's much closer to that from what we've seen um, but when they first debuted like that wasn't her at all she was not CL off stage she was a very different person so it, but it was endearing to a lot of people a lot of fans like love that about CL for example so um, it's important to keep in mind, like, we just don't know a lot about them. So to kind of be like, to kind of sell the farm on them and say they're not interesting, how, like, how can we know, you know? And I'm not calling you out for it. I'm saying in general. No, like, no. I, I know people are already on that I side. Mean, yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I, I have the same issues. Like, now I don't feel the charisma, but that's because they just debuted, you know. We haven't seen them perform as a group yet. You know, we haven't seen them interact as a group yet. And if YG has any brains in his head, he'll do, you know, a reality show of some sort with the girls. And, you know, just from the little bit when I watched the V app of the makings of it, they have some sort of, you know, friendly dynamic. And they did mention in some interviews today that there's no leader in the group because he said all the girls were friends and they all have... Uh, it was interesting, the wording, because considering the whole Minzy situation, he felt it, the wording was kind of like, you know, everyone was, he was like, you know, everyone's equal and you know, we don't have to, I have to find it because the wording, the wording really, I don't know, I felt like it was very kind of revealing about as far as how the 21 situation went. So I'm gonna look for that. And <laughs> um, Janelle, what are your um, last thoughts on on Blackpink? I think go well. 
maybe partially in line with what Tim was saying, but as a slightly bitter slash sad blackjack, you <laughs> tell all you other bitter blackjacks is just like, just give them a chance, all right? Like, we got to gotta accept the situation for what our girls are doing, whatever they're doing, and just let these girls find their path. And, like, yeah, they're, they're 20 pink, they're 21 junior now, but, you know, hopefully they'll find their voice and we'll, like, you know, we'll see how they develop. So, like, don't get down on someone who just debuted. Let's, yeah. let's just see how they're going to grow and become butterflies and <laughs> I, I mean, it's inevitable that they're going to have this, and it, it, it's inevitable because they're coming from YG. Mm -hmm. um, they're coming in the shadow of 21, so unfortunately, they're going to have all of this scrutiny. But, and look, I felt kind of bad when I saw them on the V app because it was obvious they they looked so nervous. Yeah. And I am signing off for. <laughs> uh, several weeks for a while I'll be back in some capacity to say something to say something as always my wonderful podcasters I want them to feel empowered to connect with you guys in any way they see fit and I you know you guys need help if you guys need technical help I'm not like you know I'm sure you could find somebody better to help you guys with the technical aspects of podcast than me but if you <laughs> You know, like if you you record something, you need it edited. You know, I'll find the time to do it because, you know, I really I, I like the idea of this, this being able to survive outside of me. So, so Ash herself is is taking a hiatus. I I will be posting on Twitter and such from time to time. Yes, as far as I know, at this point, I will be moving to South Korea soon. And hopefully that will mean the new things for the podcast, new things for me, and whatever new things in the future. And also podcast, you know, you guys continue. If you guys want to talk about stuff, continue having them, please. I, I might just, like, make... I might just make, um, you know, stuff every Friday, and you guys can just come if you want. And whatever comes, just comes. Um, and just talks about stuff during the week. I think it's important to keep things going. There's a few... I've noticed a trend of K-pop podcasts going and popping up, you know, here and there. And I have no problem with it. I think it's good. And, you know, our podcast... We've been doing this for a while, and, and, and you know, I it's kind of it's part of my life now. So you guys are part of my life. So I appreciate what you guys do, and I just you know, you you guys make the podcast. So um, keep doing what you're doing, and thank you to like I said, the tens and tens of people that listen to us that. You know, reply to us on Twitter. We're in the um, hundreds. Come on, so give us a little bit here. <laughs> We're in the hundreds. Okay, what the hundred of people? Um, uh, you know, I I really um I appreciate it, and you know, it getting listeners at all um in this crowded social media age is you know, I I think is something to 
be proud about it. I don't know. And uh, so I appreciate all of you guys that listen to us and for whatever reason, whether you like us or not. With that said, before I, I keep rambling, Tim, if you would like to do the typical, I you know, close us out. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Um, if you would like to subscribe to us, you can find us on iTunes by searching Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, please, if you go there, um, rate, subscribe, uh, comment, all that stuff. It helps us a lot. Um, it's kind of... Our, our, I mean, really, our only exposure is what now Reddit, and but mostly Amona. So I mean, we don't have a lot of exposure. Um, so the more you help us and boost the name out there, it, it really means a lot to us. Um, if you don't like iTunes, which I know a lot of people don't, you can also get us on SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/NotYourAverageNetizens. As well, when you're there, you know, subscribe, comment, all of that good stuff. Uh, it means a lot. We do try to read that kind of stuff. So. Um, you can also get us on Twitter, twitter.com slash NYA netizens, um, or NYAN netizens, I'm sorry. Uh, if you, uh, I, I don't, I'm not on that one, but a bunch of people are on that one, Ash is on that one, so you'll definitely get responses if you tweet at us and all that good stuff. Uh, we're also on Tumblr, um, notcharavagenetizens.tumblr.com, you can get us there. Thank you, Tim. Also, um, dear Shannon, who did not make it to the podcast tonight, but I do want to mention that she dedicates Shawal. Um, Shiny fan is apparently a Blackpink fan. She has never indicated that she is like the YG group before, so this is pretty. This is pretty big. So Shannon obviously thinks this means that Blackpink is going to fail. Um, I don't think she understands how YG works, <laughs> but I just want She's to... She's new here. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Dedicated to Shannon. I'm sorry you could not be here for this uh, Blackpink pod, uh, podcast, but I think you are safe, at least with this group, for at least a while. Um, I think YG won't abandon them for at least a few years, so it'll be good. Okay, any, do you have anything else that we want to know? Blackpink in our podcast. In your podcast. In our podcast. Um, they were in our podcast today. And they're officially in our K-pop area. So stay tuned. We're going to stay tuned and see what's going to happen with them as a group. And even though um, you may not hear from me for a while I will keeping tabs on K-pop as usual and hopefully you will be hearing more from these guys the rest of these guys in the meantime so with that I will say a hearty good night from the east coast of the United States and possibly my last podcast <laughs> before I leave the country and um I will say goodbye, good night to everybody, and good night to you, Tim, and good night to you, Giselle. See you, dude. Good night. Bye, everyone. Bye.